It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to the Rendezvous. I have a special invitation to you, something special tonight before I open the phone lines. I have created on my website therendezvousshow.com, very easy to find, therendezvousshow.com, the library of our best love stories. So basically, it actually started just a while back, not the recording that we do together, but the the actual you know emails I get. And I decided to print them and scan them and then put it on my website. So if you want to share your parents' love stories, your grandparents, or your own love stories, and make this library, this the biggest library in the world of love stories, send your love story at therendezvousshow.com. And we'll put it there, and sometimes we'll talk about one or another. So don't hesitate. Let's bring that good vibe to the library of love stories of the rendezvous. Now, if you have any questions about your relationship, time to call is now 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, dial in 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Miranda. Bonjour. Bonjour, Miranda. I understand you have an issue, a dilemma with your partner. How can I help you? Uh, yes. Um, my partner will soon be moving to Costa Rica, and she's putting a lot of pressure on me to move with her. Mm -hmm. And I'm not so sure that it's the best move for me. And I'm wondering if you could tell me the best way to explain this to her so that she doesn't get so upset. So basically, how does she use guilt on you? What What's the way she uses to try to pressure you? Um, mostly she's just like, oh, we could look for a place over here. We could look for a place over there. She's kind of just assuming that I'll go with her. And kind of, I mean, I appreciate that she's trying to include me with her plans, but she hasn't stopped for two seconds to see if I'm comfortable with the idea or even ask me if I want to go. I see. How long have you been together? Two years. Two years. You live together? Yes. And um, she has not asked you, do you want to go with me? No, she's just assuming that I'm going to, and I, part of me feels guilty for not wanting to go, and another part of me feels like I should just go with her. I, I just don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it would be the right move for me. It's, it's not, you know, such an easy thing for me to drop everything and move. I understand. What's the fear of just telling her the truth? I don't want to hurt her. I see. But the truth will also set her free and set you free. We can't live in an unspoken. Um, I think that you gotta, you know, face the truth. Tell her you gotta talk to her tomorrow and tell her, listen, um, I just, I want to tell you, you know, I am not going to Costa Rica. She's gonna say, wow, I, I love you. How can you tell me that? And then you tell her the reasons you told me. My life is here and uh, maybe I'll come visit, but don't make plans for me to come move in with you in Costa Rica. I am not. Okay. I, I think you're right. There's no way around it. You can't beat around the bush with the truth. I mean, you have the right to stay. She has the right to go. And you may come visit and go from there. We'll see how it goes. I agree. I think I'll do that tomorrow morning. Great. You know, after breakfast, always on a full stomach. No bad news on an empty stomach. That's the rule. Uh, Good idea. So, In case she needs to throw up. <laughs> well, hopefully not. No, anyway. <laughs> 
Good luck to you with that talk, Miranda. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Well, that's interesting. I received a Facebook message question from Rochelle at The Rendezvous Show, who has a question about her fiancé, and uh, she also needs my input. So her Facebook message is coming up next. So I received this interesting Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show from Rochelle about her fiancé. Listen to this. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. My fiancé wants to go on a road trip by himself to find himself. He said to me that he doesn't know how long he'll be gone and that he will be checking in periodically, but... He needs to be by himself. I am devastated because this is the time that I need him the most. Do I just let him go or is there something I can do to convince him to stay here with me? Well, Rochelle, when somebody you with tell you they need to have time on their own, should you try to convince them to stay with you or should you trust them and let them go? My answer is next. What would you do if you were Rochelle who sent me that Facebook message at the rendezvous show? Her fiancé told her he wants to go on a road trip by himself to find himself. So obviously without her. So he said he'll be gone for a while, check on her, and then you know he needs to be by himself for a while. Rachel goes, I'm devastated. What should I do? Try to convince him to stay with me or let him go? You let him go, Rachel. Of course you let him go. Because if you can't trust him, and if he tells you the truth, that he needs to be on his own, which after the quarantine I can understand, uh, he's going to be very miserable staying with you. So unless you have a medical reason that, of course, he should stay with you. But otherwise, I think that giving him his space will make him miss you and definitely he'll come back running. And if he doesn't, well, then it's the wrong kind of fiancé and it's a different conversation, Okay. That's my advice. Thank you for the Facebook message. You call the next. Any questions, any doubt about your relationship, don't stay alone. Call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Carrie. Bonjour, Simon. Um, what's going on between you and your best friend? What's the deal? Um, well, she's, uh, she's about to be getting married to this guy that she's been with for a couple of years who I really, really dislike um he's just always kind of been a jerk he's always treated her pretty poorly and i haven't really spoken up in the past just because people are adults and they make their own choices with relationships but now that she's getting married to him i'm wondering you know is it my duty as a friend should i say something to her should i warn her if she doesn't see it or do i just leave it and hope she sees it on her own i understand um let's reverse the question I mean, are you, are you married now? Are you with somebody? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. So how would you feel if your best friend came up to you and said, you know what, that guy you like, he's a big jerk. Would you like her to say that? Or would you think it's none of a business, I'm happy, mm. and um, I am a big girl, I don't need anybody to tell me anything at such danger. Where, where do you stand? Do you think like you would want your girlfriend to tell you you're dating a jerk even though you seem happy with him? Or... You think that's nobody's business? Um, I guess I would want her to tell me. Okay. Well, listen, if your intuition tells you you should tell her, at your own risk, do tell her. But the consequences will be, if she loves that guy, you will lose your best friend, plain and simple, for a while. Mm -hmm. So that's the consequences, because people have neurotic attachment to other people, 
and you can tell them all you want. Nobody has ever changed anybody's opinion when you're in love with somebody. She's about to get married. She, you're going to be invited. I mean, my advice, mind your own business. Unless she's physically abused or in danger, let it go. She has to realize it on its own. It's like an addict. Tell an alcoholic, hey, stop drinking. Right. They have to realize, go to the program. Tell somebody who's the wrong guy, hey, this guy you're dating, he's a jerk. What? I love him. I'm about to get married. See? That's the, the danger. So this time, I leave it to your intuition because women's intuition is always right. If you're in your intuition, Carrie, you think you should tell her, you go ahead. Okay. Thank okay? you. Okay. You're most welcome. And I trust your intuition will take the right decision. Thank you for calling. And good luck with that. Thank you. Question for you. What do you think are the do's and the don't when it comes to telling a best friend, a sister, or a brother about their partner? That is coming up next. Have you ever had um, a brother, a sister, a cousin, best friend, a friend just that dated somebody that you thought was the worst? The minute you met this person, the minute you listened to that person, the minute you, you, you felt his vibe or her vibe, you were like, ooh, what he or she's doing going out with her or him? I got to tell her or I got to tell him, right? I mean, we've always felt like this. I felt it with friends of mine. Maybe they felt it was me, was a woman I dated, I don't know. But I think it's a, it's a thing we've all felt once at least in life. And then we wonder, should I tell them how I feel and maybe hurt their feelings? Or should I keep it all for myself? I think we should tell if somebody asks us the question. What do you think of my new boyfriend? Mm, I don't know. What do you mean? I, I don't know. You can say that. You can say when you ask. What you should never tell, I'm going to tell you that next. Say you realize that your best friend, your girlfriend, your friend, your cousin, whoever, is dating a jerk, to say politely. So I said, you can always answer when somebody asks you, what do you think of my new boyfriend or my new girlfriend? Mm, I don't know. That's, that's an answer that goes well. Put a doubt in, in your friend's mind. What you should never say is, A, if nobody asks you, don't share your opinion. Keep it for yourself. Two, unless there is physical abuse or abuse, don't interfere in other people's life. I've always realized this. They don't listen to you. They have to judge and decide on their own. And if somebody says, hey, what do you think of my uh, new partner? And you go, what a jerk. The person who's loving that jerk has a side of her that, or him, that is attracted to the jerk, her sick side, maybe unhealthy, toxic, and they don't want to hear it. So my advice is respect other people's choice, and unless there is abuse, keep your opinion for yourself and let them figure it out. You calls and any other questions are next on the show. If you want to share with me a romantic moment of your life, a chapter, a few paragraphs, uh, a scene, uh, please call the rendezvous because I need it, the universe needs it. We need to light up the universe with positive vibes, you know, more than ever, actually. So, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Isabelle. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. I believe that you have had a wonderful romantic moment that you want to reminisce about. So, please do share yes. what happened. Okay, well, I've had many romantic moments, thankfully, and partly because I do believe that we seek them out, some of us. 
So um, when I was in my early 20s, I decided I wanted to go to Europe by myself. And I went to Munich and Amsterdam. And I was living in L.A. at the time, so very different world. And uh, I went to Amsterdam by myself and I met a bunch of people. And I happened to meet an American guy, wouldn't you know it, and kind of... um, kind of fell in love with him and he said do you want to go back to Germany with me and I still remember like walking on the streets of Munich and he looked down at me and said you're so beautiful and I just I remember that and I remember how we found a castle youth hostel like we hiked up a hill to a castle and Mm -hmm. stayed in the hostel and then we're kissing on the banks of the Rhine River It, it was like one of the best times of my whole life Listen, I, I, I'm from Paris, I'm from Europe, I understand, I know the Rhine but, River, and, and yeah. I, I, rem- I, I miss it too. And let me ask you this, when he said, you know, you're so beautiful, how did that make you feel? Like, all at that moment, I was so aware of how young I really was, and like, how amazing life could be, and I mean, I had been told that before, but not in a far-off land, you know, where we could do whatever we wanted, and we're so lucky that people speak English, and although I was trying to learn German because that's what you do. But it was incredible. I mean, I I love Paris, too. I can't wait to go back there. It is so romantic. It it is. I can't wait to go back either. And actually, I haven't seen my family for a long time, so I understand. And and Paris is the most romantic city in the world, by far. Uh, Exquisite, yes. I agree. Exquisite. Paris. Listen... (laughs) Thank you so much, Isabel, for sharing that story that happened back then. And, you know, stay well. And as soon as you can, continue your travel. Have fun. The lightness of being and the, the légèreté d'être. That's, that's important. It's, it's joie de vivre. So thank you very much for calling. Thank you. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, Isabel. Talking about reminiscing in Paris, let me reminisce a little bit with you about a personal story, romantic one, one of my own in Paris way back when. Next. So, as you know from my accent, I'm from France, from Paris, and I left for the States when I was about 30 years old. Um, In Paris, now it's a different culture than here, understand that, we're very forward, men and women. And what happened is that I was in my car, uh, driving during the day to uh, an appointment for work, let's say like 3.30, 4 in the afternoon. And the streets of Paris are very narrow at some point on the left bank of Paris, and uh, I see next to me at the red light, I have a very charming, blonde hair, blue-eyed woman. Beautiful, smile. I look at her, I smile, she smiles back. Now, you're not going to believe what happened after that. Stay with me, I'm going to tell you what happened after that smile. So, story from the past. I'm in Paris, I'm in my car, next to me at the red light, a French woman Blonde hair, blue eyes, beautiful smile. I smile at her, she smiles back. The red light is still red. Guess what I did? I moved my car to block her car. True story. And I said to her, bonjour. She said, bonjour. She said, move your car away. I said, no. What is your name and what's your phone number? The lights moved from red to green. French people are impatient and grumpy. They start honking. I don't care. Because I have a feeling, an instinct, that me and this woman, we have a connection that is just being born. And she said, move your car. I said, I'm not moving until you give me your name and your phone number. Do you think she did? Yeah, she did. And then we had coffee. And the rest, well, the rest is nobody's business. (laughs) But it was just a 
the beginning of a wonderful relationship. Who doesn't dare or doesn't live in Paris? I miss Paris some days. But anyway, back to here, back to America that I love with you calls, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, call 855-905-8255. Austin, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Austin. So, um, what's going on between you and your girlfriend? How can I help you? So, once this whole, like, quarantine thing started, I kind of just decided, you know, I wanted to grow a beard. And uh, yep. my girlfriend of two years is really not into it <laughs> she really doesn't like the facial hair i mean i think it looks really good but um after a couple weeks she started telling me oh like if it gets any longer i'm not gonna kiss you uh no ooh la la no anything wow. and yeah and i mean i've been holding firm you know i i think that as a man i have a i have a right to grow up my facial hair i feel like when you're in a relationship with someone for two years and you love one another um, it should be more than the physical, like something as simple as, as a beard shouldn't disrupt our day-to-day -day life. So okay. I'm not exactly sure what to do, Simon, so I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get some help here. Sure. Um, so let's put it in perspective. Let's say that your girlfriend decided during quarantine to not shave her legs for three months. How okay. would that feel for you? Uh, I mean, it's her choice, but... I wouldn't be the biggest fan of her having hairy legs, I, I gotta say. But don't you think <laughs> it, it, like that comparison's a little different? Like they're kind of on two well, different ends of the spectrum, don't you think? Well, I think that basically when you're in a relationship, you gotta make sure you do things to keep your partner excited and keep the chemistry alive. Because without the chemistry and the romance and the ooh la la, um, you're not gonna stay together for very long. So. We all have the right to do whatever we want when we're single. You're in a relationship, so we have to understand a point of view too. And the compromise maybe is you keep the mustache, you grow the beard. You've got to have a compromise there. You, something needs to happen. So my advice is to find peace with compromise. Would you be okay with that? I mean, yeah, I mean, that does make a lot of sense. So I think we have to respect each other's look and talk together before we change our look and make sure we are happy with each other's look. Yeah, well, I you know what that makes a lot of sense. I sh I didn't even have a conversation with her before I just started growing one out. I I didn't even think about that. All right, Austin, you know what to do: shave the beard, and <laughs> uh, and 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 negotiate if you can keep a goatee and talk to her and say you're sorry and and you understand now. You've talked to me and we're all good. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna shave and communicate with her. Thanks so much, Simon. Thank you for calling and and good luck with everything, Austin. Thank you. Last question for you for tonight. Uh, as we're coming out of quarantine, will you take time before meeting dates or you think you'll just go out on dates right away? Let's talk about that next. So, uh, you know, we're all coming out of quarantine at a different pace, but we are. So my question for you is, will you take time before meeting dates or you can't wait and you'll go out on dates right away? I wanted to know what you were going to do, so I actually posted that question on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Hope you follow me, uh, at Rendezvous Radio. Uh, the result is interesting. 29% of you said, get me out there. I want to go on dates ASAP. But 71% of you voted, I'll keep it slow, I'll see how it goes. So, and this is kind of where, where I feel it's that the trend, is that everybody is more like, yes, you know, we're being liberated, 
but we want to be safe and take it slow. And I would do that too, personally. Anyway, thank you so much for voting massively. Thank you for listening to the show. And have a peaceful rest of your night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.